Welcome back to Polly Plus Amore Equals Us. Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to make a couple quick announcements. Uh, the first is that Mike and I are starting a community. It is called The Pack, which stands for the Polly Plus Amore Community. And this is basically a place for polyamorous people, polycurious people, ethically non-monogamous people to all just gather together and be in community with each other so that way we don't feel like we're in this alone because Mike and I feel like we're just like where are all the poly people you know especially in LA like where are they um so we figured why not create a community and help bring all of these people together uh, but the community is for anyone no matter where you live you don't have to be in LA um so if that's something you're interested in there is a link in the show notes and also in my Instagram bio where you can sign up. Um, the actual community doesn't launch until August 2nd, um, but right now you can sign up so that way at least when it does launch, you will be notified and you can join right away. So if that's something you're interested in, then click the link in the show notes. Also in today's episode, we talk about how we realized we were polyamorous and it's different for everyone but I thought it would be really fun if I created like a little quiz um that's basically like have you experienced these things if you have then maybe polyamory is right for you um so if you want to take the quiz um it is also linked in the show notes and it's in my Instagram bio and it's just like a fun little quiz like you know, just to, like, why not? It reminds me of, like, the days of, like, MySpace when we would take all those quizzes and, like, post our answers, you know? <laughs> it's kind of, you know, a little bit of a throwback, but also a serious thing of, like, oh, wow, like, I have experienced these things, so maybe polyamory could be right for me. I don't know. But so if that's something you're curious about or if you just really love taking quizzes like I do, then the link is in the show notes. All right, let's get into the episode. Hi. Huh? I said all right. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yes, hi, hello. <laughs> Welcome back. Episode two. Episode two of season two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of Polly Plus Some More. Of Polly Plus Some More equals, equals us. us podcast. <laughs> uh, okay, before we jump into it, um, our drink today is hop water. Um, for those of you who are seeing the video, hop water, um, mango flavor. So hop water is, um, sparkling hop water crafted with adaptogens and nootropics. Is that how you say that? Whatever that is. Nootropics? I have no idea. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but basically... What they say on here is uh, they use hops and where is it? Oh, yeah. Uh, They use hops and we team them up with other mood boosting ingredients that help you hit your goals, not hide inside with a hangover. 
Um, so there's like hops in here, ashwagandha, and L-theanine. Um, this is going to be so interesting. I have no idea what to think of this. Yeah, exactly. And so it's, I hear hops, I think of like an IPA. <clears throat> yeah. But it's mango flavored. Yeah. Plus there's like all these other things. I don't really know what yeah. they are are in there. Yeah. So I just have no clue how this is going to taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like I got this one because I was like, oh, this could be a good alternative for Mike because he likes to drink beer. So I was like, well, maybe this will be... Maybe this will be good. I don't know. We'll see. And you really like mango. I can't remember yeah. if they had other flavors or not. Um, I like these individually. We'll see how they are together. <laughs> yeah. So, let's crack okay. it open. Yeah, let's do this. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Slow mode, that one. Oh, you got the spray. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just had a hard time opening mine. <laughs> All right, moment right. of truth. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, the hops <laughs> is very light. And like, so I don't like hoppy drinks. Hmm. I do not like beer. I don't like IPAs. I don't like hoppy drinks. So I, when I bought this, yeah, I really bought it for Mike. Um, but it's... It's not bad. It's okay. To me. Mm -hmm. It tastes like a mango flavored, very light beer. Yeah. Like super like a light blonde. beer. Like a, you know. Oh, yeah. Just like not even like, yeah, just like <clears throat> a blonde or a lager, maybe like 2% mm -hmm. alcohol. Yeah. If that was even possible. Yeah. It just tastes extremely light with like a subtle mango flavor. Yeah. It's pretty, it's interesting. But, like, I I definitely get the hoppiness kind of afterwards. Like, as I'm breathing, like, take a few breaths in and out of your mouth. Afterwards. In and out of your mouth. Well, I mean, just, like, normal. <laughs> I just mean, like, a normal breath. Take a normal breath. Don't know. What you're doing is, like, weird. <laughs> I'm saying just, like. It's working. Breathe normally. Um, but through your mouth. And do you taste the, the hoppiness more? Yeah, it's. it's yeah, the hops definitely come in more at the aftertaste. Yeah. The initial flavor is just like a 50-50 split of the hops and the mango. It's pretty interesting. I think each individually would be really good, but then together is a little funky. Yeah. And the aftertaste is just kind of like a light beer aftertaste. Yeah. Yeah, it's not I bad. mean... It's not bad. It's refreshing. Yeah, I like the mango taste. Um, and, right, like, I don't really like beer. And... And so this, though, for me, I'm like, oh, okay, I like this. I could drink this. But probably because it doesn't really taste that yeah. much like beer. Well, yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> I, I want it to taste like a good beer so badly. And it's just like, yeah, it starts off a little bit tasting like beer, and then it like quickly fades away. Yeah. So I'm just like, no. Yeah. Where's the rest of that beer flavor? <laughs> so could you drink this as a beer substitute if you were like, I don't want to drink today? Like if we were going to a party and you were like, I don't want to drink would you would you buy this as a beer substitute? I think I would buy this as a substitute, as like a like a hot day, like a beach uh -huh. kind of alcohol substitute. Yeah, because it does have a little bit of a you know a beer flavor, but it's super refreshing with the mango. Yeah. So I do like that. So if it was like yeah, you know, if you're like out in the sun and it's, you're sweaty and like you just need something refreshing, I think this would be great. Yeah, and I if agree. You're trying to like not drink for whatever reason that may be. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd actually take this to a party. I just feel like it would be. 
I don't know. I feel like the other, the other, uh, the recess, the recess brand that we tried, yeah, last time was yeah a little bit better. Yeah, that's more enjoyable sipping. This I would just mm-hmm. kind of like. I'd probably just not so much chug in one go, but I would, you know, <laughs> I, would, I would drink quite a bit at once, like yeah, at the beach to get some you yeah know, quench my thirst and get some refreshment. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think can it's, see that. I think I'd more so enjoy it there as yeah. opposed to just like sipping it casually. Yeah, it's definitely like a lighter like it does it does taste kind of like like the kind of beer you would buy when going to the beach. You know, something light, easy, refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. This is this would be a good beach drink. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. But I, I could drink so, it. I could continue. Well, what do you give it out of ten? Oh right. Um Hmm. Okay. Well, for me, because, I mean, I think I would give it like a seven because I like it. It tastes good to me. I could mm. drink it. And yeah, it's a, it's a good substitute. Um, but I don't like it as much as the recess one, but I, I could drink it. Yeah. 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 I w- I would actually buy this again. And I'm surprised because I don't huh. usually like hoppy yeah, things. Yeah, I'm surprised too. Yeah, but I, I would buy this again. I like it. So you have the recess in eight, so you're saying this is just behind with a seven? Yeah, I think so. Okay, interesting. We haven't tried a whole lot yet, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give this one a five. A five? Yeah. That's what you gave, oh, that's what you gave Curious Elixir. Yeah. You think this is on par with, this is better than Curious Elixir. Well, Curious Elixir had, it had really bold flavors. <laughs> Whoa, excuse me. And some of those I really like. a good burp. Dang. I'm sure that's, even though you turn, I'm sure that's pretty loud. I know. the mics. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just um, turned the volume down on that, <laughs> that section of the, <laughs> of the episode. Um, but yeah, you gave Curious Elixir a five. Yeah, but I like, I like bold flavors, I like strong flavors. Uh-huh. And this is just... It's so light. Yeah. Like, you know, I like IPAs. I like pale ales. Yeah. For my beers. Like, I like, you know, like the heavier beers. Yeah. With a lot of flavor. And this is just like, eh. Yeah. It's kind of like slightly funky flavored water almost. Mm. Okay. So, I don't know. It's not necessarily for me. Yeah. Well, I like it. So, I'll give it a five. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I would take it to the beach. Yeah. If we weren't drinking alcohol. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. So. Good it's my it's my personal preference. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what's the topic of today's episode? Mm. Uh, topic of today's episode is how did we know we were polyamorous? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a very good question. Um, because I think I think that's something that like a lot of people are like, well, how did you know? Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't <clears throat> it wasn't an easy, just like immediate like aha moment kind of thing. Yeah, you know, it was for me. It, it developed over many years. Yeah, over time. Yeah, over pretty much like my my whole twenties, essentially. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had like I had first come across the whole idea of, of polyamory through just reading a couple dating books. I just and like psychology books. Yeah. You know, I just I just ended a, a, a five year relationship in my early twenties and I was like, man, like I just do not 
like I was never like good at dating. <laughs> I always consider myself never good at dating, and I was like, this is like, this is isn't it doesn't come natural to me. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let me let me learn from some people who like claim to be experts or like yeah. claim to be good. Yeah. And I found the books helpful and interesting. You know, there a lot of them were psychology books. It's like more just about like mm-hmm. essentially just saying like, you know, don't don't like overreact or beat yourself up, you know, like take all these things as like a learning experience and like try, you know, try out new things. And, you know, it's really about like being confident in in who you are and like establishing like an identity Mm -hmm. and, you know, like playing a male gender role if you're trying to attract someone who's playing a female gender role. So, you know, like those concepts I had never heard of before. Like, you know, you may have like kind of thought about them or experienced them maybe in different wording than, yeah. Than what's like written down, but yeah, I was like, it all it all made sense to me, and I was like, okay, like I I really get this. Yeah. But you know, a lot of these, and so I was reading books that were written by by guys. Yeah. Because they were focusing on, you know, dating women. Yeah. So a lot of them were like, their kind of natural progression was to become polyamorous. Yeah. Or at least, so for them, some of it was <clears throat> dating, like they were polyamorous and they're dating, but they're still trying to find a woman and marry her and be monogamous. To be monogamous with. Right. Yeah. So that's a little bit different than obviously what we're doing because we're yeah. married but we're still poly. Yeah. And so the idea of, of just being poly, whether married or not, always intrigued me. I was like, oh, well, you know, I could see myself just like, I guess I, I could just see myself loving more than one person. Yeah. Because I felt like I had someone experience that at, at one point earlier in my life. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, like it's – it's definitely different and it's not common and but that's fine like I'm, I don't want to just like say it's not for me just because you know it's not widely accepted yeah I was like you know I I, w- I was pulled to it I was drawn to it yeah but I was like f- first things first I need to <laughs> figure out you know this dating thing and like <laughs> find myself one one woman first and then I'll, I'll focus on the poly side later yeah and so yeah I mean that was it was always in the back of my head and you know I had I enjoyed dating. It was, <laughs> I mean, there's always some, you know, there's always some good and bad experiences. Always. So, I mean, that's just how it goes. But I always just thought, for me, it was always a new experience to, like, enjoy. I wasn't always trying to, like, be like, oh, I need to find someone, like, now or, you know, like, I wasn't just, like, I wasn't trying to rush it or force it. Yeah. I was like, these are just experiences that I'm going to run with and learn from and just see, just see where it takes me. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you and I met, and, like, that was completely unexpected. Yeah. You know, I had never expected or planned to meet anybody at Lightning in a Bottle in <laughs> at a music festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you know, I obviously had no idea you were going to be there, or like who you were. So yeah, but it, you know, it, we just hit it off, and it, it worked out. It's worked out great ever since. Yeah, clearly. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess yeah, the, the whole interesting part about our relationship, I guess, is that we, you know, we really didn't decide to be polyamorous until after you had cheated in yeah. 2017. Yeah. And Wait, so before we get to that. Okay. First I want to ask cuz I think I think you talked about this a little bit in an episode in season 1, but I still want to ask like what you mentioned earlier like you had experienced kind of like not loving two people at one time, but like can you like, you just kind of mentioned, like, oh, yeah, you had experienced that in the past. Can can you elaborate on that? Like, what was that experience? Well, I guess so. When I was <clears throat> when I was dating my first girlfriend, like, I, I did love her. And, yeah. You know, we 
In college. In college, yeah. It was, it was yeah. end of college, like year or two post-college. And, uh, but at the same time, you know, I was, I was going out with friends and, you know, she was in law school studying and, you know, I had never, you know, I, I was fully committed to her. I was never looking to like date anyone else because that's just not what we had established. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I met, I met plenty of women going out who were like physically attractive, but I was like, no, you know, like I love her. Like, I want to be with her. But yeah, there was one woman in particular who I just like was really drawn to and really attracted to. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, like, I, I wish I could, like, you know, not feel like I have to hold myself back and, like, you know, because for, for me, like, by hold myself back, I mean, for me, I was, like, pretty strict about it, too. I was like, oh, I, I just don't even want to, like, flirt with this person. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even want to, like, cross any line because <clears throat> in my head at the time, you know, based on our relationship and how we had defined it, like, I knew that if I had done that, she'd, she'd be upset. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, so, like, I just can't even pursue any anything that I'd want, like, yeah. flirting, kissing, dancing, like, I mean, I talked to her, but, like, it was yeah. very, you know, it was very, like, informational and, like, yeah. a little playful at times here and there, but, like, nothing, I, you know, nothing, like, beyond that. Yeah. And so, I think it was then where I was, like, that's when the idea of being, well, I actually hadn't even learned about polyamory then. Yeah. But... So I couldn't even classify it, but I think, you know, in my head at the time, I was thinking, like, you know, it, w- it would be nice to be able to, like, pursue this relationship and not have to hold myself back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, th- I, th- I feel like a lot of people probably have that same experience and are feeling at some point. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's uncommon. Yeah. So, you know, I think through through that experience and then through through just reading about other men's experiences with being polyamorous and then dating and I think just all of those experiences combined mm-hmm. kind of opened me up to the idea of it but I guess I was just never so gung-ho about it where I was like oh this is like really what I want to do yeah because it was still it still was like just out of the norm for me and it yeah. was a big step outside my comfort zone too yeah and so yeah I mean that's that's why I didn't really like fully pursue it mm-hmm. like obviously we never talked about being poly like no. Before the cheating incident, but... Yeah. You know, <clears throat> the, the whole cheating, like, really, you know, like, as we've said many times, it just, like, blew up our relationship, and then we had to decide whether we wanted to piece it back together, and if so, how we were going to do that. Yeah. And so that's, you know, that's when I felt like I was comfortable enough with, like, who I was and what I wanted, mm-hmm. and also just knowing everything that you had gone through and like the whole reason behind the cheating and yeah you know talking for hours and hours and finally like realizing what you were what you were really saying yeah I was like well I think being polyamorous is like our answer yeah is our path forward yeah like you clearly want it and you acted on it and I've wanted it even though I haven't really like (laughs) (laughs) yeah expressed it or like showed it you know I'm just a little more I guess I'm just a little more reserved like that I guess Mm mm-hmm so yeah, and then, you know, I guess the rest is kind of history from that point. Yeah. So, like, so you had read these books, and mm-hmm. and you realized, like, wow, polyamory, like, makes sense. Because then you wouldn't have to, like, when you meet someone that you're, like, really attracted to, physically and emotionally, you wouldn't have to stifle that. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
then why why do you think like when we met why do you think that wasn't something that you like suggested or like do you think if if I hadn't cheated do you think that the, like the topic of polyamory would have ever come up would you maybe have ever brought it up do you yeah, think yeah i mean we've been asked that before and i i really do think it would have came up it just wouldn't have happened as soon yeah like the cheating just really accelerated everything yeah accelerated us being poly yeah i mean at, at first like made us like you know really debate whether we wanted to be with each other mm-hmm. and i think we both like you know, pretty soon after, like, said, yeah, we both really do want to stay together, but yeah, obviously there's something more that we want. Yeah. There's something more that you want, and there's something more that I want, too. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, how are we going to resolve that moving forward? Yeah. So I think, I don't know, you know, I think, I think for me it was just a very gradual, slow progression. I just wasn't ready at the time that, like, we had first met to, mm-hmm. to even, like, propose that. Yeah. It just wasn't, yeah, I mean, I wasn't ready at that time. It was too big of a jump. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I wanted to, like, establish one relationship first and, and then see, and then move from there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's it's a tough question to answer because, you know, I don't know how <laughs> exactly. how this would have played out, you know. Yeah, who knows. If we would have been poly, even if, like, you hadn't cheated, I'm, I'm pretty sure we would have been. Yeah. It would have came up at some point. Yeah. Do you think um, it would have come up because you would have brought it up? Or do you think it would have come up because I would have brought it up? I think it would have happened somewhat similar. I think minus the cheating. But I yeah. think you would have like been somewhat like like tormented almost. Like you would have been so like wanting to do something that you couldn't do. Yeah. Because, you know, you're you're just like, you're you're more like in tune and quicker to act on your emotions than I am yeah <laughs> and then I think I think it would have kind of played out like that we were like oh like I think you yeah. would have brought it up so this is the question I think you would have brought it up yeah and then I think the whole conversation behind it all mm-hmm. would have been would have played out similarly to the conversation we had yeah after you cheated yeah um but yeah I mean you just you acted on it <laughs> one very drunken night sooner than yeah. you know talking about it mm-hmm. okay um anything so, yeah. else you want to say about that no I mean that's pretty How much you it knew? okay yeah. um no okay I think I yeah we already answered that okay so right, your turn my turn um <laughs> For me, it definitely was, um, (laughs) it took a very long time for me to figure it out. And, you know, it took me cheating on Mike to be able to figure it out. Um, And if you want to know that whole story, if you're like new, you know, and you haven't listened to season one, um, go back and listen to the first two episodes of season one. Um... Because that's where we, like, tell our entire story. So you'll get filled in there. Um, and then in season one, there's also an episode called Cheating. Um, and you'll learn more there, too. So um, in case yeah. you're like, wait, what? Because, yeah, there's a lot more to the story than yeah, there's so much we're, more. we're saying right now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you're, if you're new, you can go back and listen to those episodes. Um, 
but yeah so obviously like for me like cheating on you is what sort of made me realize but it was also like it, it was one of those things where in hindsight I was like oh okay now I can see this like pattern but like I wasn't really aware of the pattern until I cheated you know what I mean yeah like I I was more like I'm more like the theoretical and you were like the the practical you were like yeah. acting on it and like yeah living out like these feelings or yeah I, I was almost you know I came from a more like from, theoretical like yeah. book side yeah <laughs> you were <laughs> which like which is kind of which fits our personalities <laughs> which fits our personalities <laughs> yeah. so perfectly because, yeah engineer. <laughs> you're like this makes sense on paper <laughs> theoretically this all makes sense <laughs> no but uh, it's also just like yeah, I mean, it's that's how that is how I first came across it. Yeah, but also just like living it, and then, you know, living like, just the, the dating, the practical dating side, and also yeah. just like living it, the past several years, like yeah, you know, it's it's also like proven the theory, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so to say, yeah, um, but yeah, so you came about it through a book, um, I so yeah, so for me it was a little bit different. It was after after cheating on Mike when we were having those conversations. That's when I was able to notice this pattern and really identify what had been going on for me for very much of my life. So, you know, when I look back at a lot of my relationships, um, I I fall in love pretty easily. I would say. Um, when I found the right person, you know, I don't just like fall in love with everybody. Um, but like, you know, I'm, I'm definitely one of those people where I like fall fast and hard. Um, and, and that happened often. Um, when I was like in high school, um, and you know, I always thought it was just like, oh, I just have crushes. And I mean, yes, a lot of them were right. Like it's high school, hormones are raging. I had a lot of crushes for sure. Um, but like I also just, that was kind of when I first realized or that's when I can first like pinpoint when when I was like having feelings for multiple people and like seriously. Um, not just like, oh, I have a crush on, you know, a couple people or oh, I, I you know, think this person's hot. You know, it, it, it's more than that. Um, and so the very first time I really experienced this was I had, I had a boyfriend, um, a serious boyfriend in, at the end of high school and through the beginning of college. And, um, you know, we'd been together for like two years and, um, you know, I, I loved him, but I had met two other people that I was like really attracted to. And not just physically, but also emotionally. Like, I had become friends with these people who, like, I just really liked their personalities. We got along really well. It was so easy, and I was physically attracted, and it was, like, like people I went to school with. And it was just, like, whoa. You know, I was, like, I, I'm having these feelings for other people, and, and, but I also like love my boyfriend. So like something has to be wrong, you know? And, 
And so the way that I, I dealt with those feelings was I, I either like ignored them <clears throat> or, I mean, I would still like talk to this person and I would flirt with them and I would, you know, but nothing more than that. It, it would always stop after flirting, you know? Um, and then there was one person in particular that I just really, really liked. And this unfortunately was like a really toxic relationship. Um, and so I ended up breaking up with my boyfriend who I'd been with for like two years and really loved. So that way I could pursue a relationship with this other person. And then, but like, I was so like torn because I, it's like, I wanted to pursue a relationship with this other person, but I still like, I really loved my boyfriend and I was like so torn. And so I tried to go back to my boyfriend and, um, but I had had sex with this other person and, so, and that was like it. He was like, nope, sorry. Um, and I was like devastated and like heartbroken that I like did that to myself. But like, I, but it was just like, I, I was just really struggling because I had true feelings for both of these people. And then it happened again, like two years later, right? So then I, I started dating somebody else. It got serious. We loved each other. Again, we were together for like two years. Um, and this was like at the end of college. And again, there was this same person. Well, d different person. But like, <laughs> okay, so like like different person from before. But like the same kind of thing happened. I, There was this guy that I was going to school with. He was in theater. Um, and like we just, there was just this chemistry that like, just it came out of nowhere and he was just like so fun and and I really enjoyed being with him and we had really great chemistry and um and again it was like I uh, I really struggled because I was like I have this boyfriend that I love you know and there's nothing wrong with our relationship but I have these feelings for this other person so again I broke up with my boyfriend pursued a relationship for about a month with this other person and then I was like no you know what I'm going to go back to my boyfriend and like I could have just kept going back and forth and back and forth because I was like I I thought I, you had to choose one yeah I, I exactly it was like well I I'm only allowed to have one and so it was so hard because I would constantly like and so then I was like with my boyfriend but then like I would go to like a theater party and see this guy that you know I liked and I would like I would like sit on his lap and be really flirty with him. We never kissed though, because I was like, no, I have a boyfriend. Right. But like, you know, like so stupid, <laughs> but like, you know, I was like, well, I'm technically not breaking any of the rules, you know, like, yeah, you know? And so it was like, so dumb. It was like, if I could have just had them both as my boyfriend, everything would have been fine. <laughs> and you know, and so it wasn't like this was just like a little crush on somebody and like whatever. It was like, no, I had like real feelings for this other person. And so, and then again, it happened again, like with Mike, you know, I had real feelings for this other person. And yeah, so it was like, I just, for me, it was this pattern of realizing that like, I, I, I care about multiple people and like, I want to be able to have relationships with multiple people because like, mm -hmm. Why not? So what if someone was like, oh, like, why don't you just be friends with them? Well, and like I, I was 
right? Yeah. Like I, I was just friends with them, but there was, it, it was like this connection and this chemistry that was just so undeniable. You, you, just, know? you just didn't want to keep it out, friends. It was, it was hard yeah. to just be friends yeah. because we could both feel that there was like so much more there. And it was really hard to like just be friends. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like maybe when it's when it's younger, like when you're in your like definitely in your teens or even up to like your mid twenties, mm-hmm. I feel like being like being ethically non-monogamous is like for me. I think it would have been difficult because like yeah, the hormones are raging and like yeah, you're you're still trying to figure yourself out. So it's like yeah, I feel like to be like Paul, like to really be like openly like honestly like polyamorous is mm-hmm. it's just like. I think it could happen, but I still think you just have so much to figure out. I mean, yes, but also, also, also it would it it would take the pressure off so much if like if I had known in like high school and college that I could be polyamorous, like even though like nobody I knew was polyamorous, it probably still would have helped, or at least have been like here are like the rules and the boundaries and like. I want to be able to see other people. And that means you can see other people too. Like, that would have taken so much pressure off. Yeah. And like, oh, okay, so even, so my boyfriend, um, so like the second, like later in college, um, not my boyfriend from like high school, college, but like my later boyfriend in college. Um, so like he, he moved um, like up to Northern California for a job. And he, and so we did long distance for like nine months or something. And he broke up with me, I think like a month or two after moving there because he met a girl that he was really attracted to and he really liked. So he broke up with me so that way he could like date her and be physical with her. And then he realized he didn't really like her that much. So we got back together. Mm, okay. Right? Yeah. And and so of he did course the same like thing you did. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, he did the exact same thing. And yeah. like but I didn't know that that was why he broke up with me um until oh, until after we got back together. Oh, okay, then he told you. Yeah. You know, and so it's like like right we were doing it to each other. And it, like it would have taken the pressure off so much and just been like, yeah, like if you meet somebody that you're really interested, cool, like go for it. I just think all I was trying to say is like I just think it's easier as you get older because you're not just like, I don't know, I just feel like you're a little more self-aware and you can just, you know yourself better and you can communicate more clearly, at least for me. Yeah, no, that's very true. Also, like when you're younger, like you'd also have to, I feel like as people get older, they kind of, they might be more exposed to, to like, you know, polyamory through friends or through their own personal experiences. Yeah. Where it's like they just have a better idea of like what they want and like what polyamory is. Yeah. Whereas like when you're younger, like, what if you'd propose that to your boyfriends? Like, well, and that's you know the thing. you don't you know you don't know if they would have agreed to it. Yeah, I'm assuming that like you know they probably hadn't heard about it. And yeah, they would have been like, what the heck is that? And well, and honestly, maybe not have wanted to do it. Like I look back and like I, <clears throat> if someone had proposed that to me, I probably would have said no. Yeah, you know, even though like clearly my actions said otherwise. But exactly, I also wasn't self aware enough at the time, and I also had I was so insecure and I had so much jealousy that like there's no way it would have worked at that time 
But I also wonder, like, if there had been somebody who had been able to sort of, like, explain what polyamory is and and sort of guide me through, like, working through jealousy and stuff like that, then, yeah, I do think it could have worked when I was in college. But because True. I didn't yeah. have that... Yeah, like a mentor. Yeah, like a mentor. Yeah. It would have really helped. Um, but I didn't have that. And so, like, even if someone had proposed to me, like maybe we should just have an open relationship. I still in college probably wouldn't have been able to do it because there was just too much jealousy. But if, but if I had had more like knowledge and resources about it, I think I would have been able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think just, I think it still would have been, it would not have been easy. I think actually just like knowing that it's a possibility and like what, what it means and, yeah, like people, many people have lived this lifestyle happily and yeah. successfully. Like, yeah, just giving you a, a whole other path that you just didn't even know existed. Yeah, exactly. And having someone to just kind of like show you that path. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, that that could have, yeah, that could have saved you just a lot of heartbreak and uh-huh. stress and worry and jealousy and all that. Uh-huh, a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I think, I think what I was trying to say, just from my own personal experience, I think it's like... Yeah. It's hard to, like, individually, through your own limited experiences, mm-hmm. like, come to the idea of, like, wanting to be polyamorous when you're younger. Yeah, if you've, if no one, like, tells you about it. Yeah. Yeah, if no one tells you about it, you know, if you haven't come across it yeah. in one form or another. And, yeah, I think there is a, a very, there's a certain level of self-awareness mm-hmm. and, like, confidence and comfortability with with yourself and like mm-hmm. who you are that you have to have yeah you know to be able to to be polyamorous because mm-hmm. yeah it is going to trigger jealousy and insecurity yeah and uh you know you have to be very open and honest to constantly communicate mm-hmm. it's a lot of planning so <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's just <clears throat> i don't know i think also i think for me like i just like as i was saying before like i just personally wasn't ready yeah. When I was younger, even though I was open to the idea and liked the idea, I just wasn't ready. Yeah. And so, you know, when when the cheating happened and it came time to, like, piece our relationship back together, I was like, okay, I think I'm ready now. Yeah. Like, I want to give this a shot. Yeah. And, like, it's clearly something that you want to, so. <laughs> yeah. It, just, just, it worked. It worked out. I just out. didn't know it. was it. like, okay, here here's a path that, like, I had kind of, like, hidden behind the bushes for yeah. myself. And I'm like, oh, wait, actually... Oh, this might come, work for us. Come yeah. back out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and I, I had had no idea. And, yeah, and so when you proposed polyamory, it was like, it was like an instant I knew. I was like, oh, my God, yes. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. You know, I just didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's important to say, like, yeah, it's, <clears throat> the transition, like, isn't, it, it's tough because you're, like, you know, you're, you're dealing with, like, old beliefs. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's going to trigger, you know, jealousy and insecurity. And yeah. It's going to be more more of an emotional ride. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think for both of us, like, now that it's been years that we've been living it, like, I feel like, you know, we're both still very happy. I feel like we're both, yeah. you know, not regretting this decision at all. No, not at all. I think we both, <laughs> I think we really both have become just better people we've grown from the experience yeah not just like 
you know, not only through like having to like figure it out and like communicate what we want, but just through the, the experiences that we've had. Mm-hmm. And also just through like all the <laughs> explaining we've had to do with friends and family. <laughs> yes, lots of explaining. Yeah. But yeah. But it's been, it's been a journey. Yeah. It's definitely been worth it and I'm excited to continue it. <clears throat> so what are, what are the things, so now we've kind of talked about like you know, how we knew we were polyamorous, but Mm -hmm. what, what do you think being polyamorous has really helped? Like, what have you gained in, in your life, you know, from being polyamorous? I think for me, it's, it's really helped me become more self-aware of my emotions and just become a little more emotionally intelligent Mm -hmm. and understanding like what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling that way. And What's, what's the belief that's causing that feeling and yeah to me that's like that is like self-awareness yeah so it's made me more self-aware it's made me I think a better communicator yes with you yeah both about, of us yeah yeah for both of us for me yeah. especially with like with my feelings yeah <laughs> not just hiding them or suppressing them like uh-huh. I did throughout my my youth <laughs> yeah um what else it's just I think it's also just um it's just nice not feeling like you have to like limit or like hold back like you can just fully be you and like mm-hmm. you don't feel that like there's almost like this I don't know it's like it's just you don't feel like your full self like when you're when you want to pursue something like that like pursue a relationship that you're really into yeah and uh yeah it's just nice not having to like worry about that yeah or, or limit or hold back yeah um <clears throat> but yeah i mean at the same time there's also like you know you have to be responsible about it you have to like mm-hmm. you only have so much time in the day to like to date or like pursue other people and like obviously i want to maintain our relationship and make sure we're both happy so mm-hmm. no there's a lot of responsibility with it too yeah so yeah it's not just like you know all good no bad mm-hmm. you know there's I think with with all the benefit comes a lot more responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. Like for me it's it what I have gained is like a sense of freedom mm-hmm. from it. Um cuz I I know what you're saying. Like it's like I can I can just remember like meeting meeting somebody and having that great connection and it's like this this immediate like tightening in the chest and in the stomach of like oh but like I'm not allowed to I'm not allowed to be feeling this you know I'm not allowed to be feeling this for you because I have a boyfriend you know and it's that like restriction and like you know and like that's so that's so bad (laughs) you know to be like oh I'm feeling something and oh I but it's it's not okay you know like and so it's like now it's like there's so much freedom there and it's like I like for me it's like I feel like I can like breathe you know because it's like if that happens if I meet somebody and have a great connection I don't have to be like uh, oh no shut it off it's like oh no it's okay I'm allowed to feel this and like oh it's fun to feel this and let me explore this more and there's no like guilt behind that yeah you know? Yeah, I think, yeah, with that freedom, there's, you know, there comes, like, more spontaneity, a little more excitement. Yeah. 
And uh, I think that it just like it, it just brings you more happiness. Yeah. Overall. Yeah, way more happiness now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as you, you know, openly communicate that with the people you're talking to. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anything else? No, I think that's we covered a lot. Yeah, we did. We covered a lot. Um, so, you know, I mentioned. I mentioned earlier, oh, that's a great segue. We didn't even plan this. Um, <laughs> I mentioned earlier that like when I was in college, you know, if I had had somebody to sort of like explain to me what polyamory was and like how it works and to help me navigate jealousy and stuff like that, like I, I could have made it work. It would have been so easy, but like that just wasn't available to me at the time. And you know, so one of the reasons we started this podcast, like we've said before, is because I wish I had had these resources when I was younger. I wish this had been talked about because things would be different. Um, and so, and same with like the mentorship. So something that I am offering now is, is exactly that. It's just, it's peer support. If you are, you know, maybe polycurious or if you are struggling with your feelings and trying to decide like if polyamory is right for you you know or if maybe you are polyamorous or I don't know and you just have have questions then I'm offering peer support sessions right so this I, I am not a therapist this is not um therapy but this is right like like I was saying like if I was in college I wish I could have I wish there was somebody who was polyamorous that I could talk to, you know, and just get a little more guidance, a little more information, a little more support. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I wanted when I was younger. So, I mean, here I am, my older self. Now I'm able to give it, you know, I I can't, (laughs) unfortunately, I can't give it to my younger self, you know, it's too late for that, but I can give it to other people. So, um... If that's something that you're wanting to do, um, there's a link in the bio. You can, you know, book time with me and and we can chat about what you're experiencing and, and you know, talk about just any, anything, anything that you feel um, you kind of need some help with or some advice with. Um, yeah. 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 It's you've, exciting. You've, yeah, I mean, we we have a lot of experience now, and yeah, I think you have a lot, a lot to share, and mm-hmm. you know, you're you're a great listener, and I feel like you can really help somebody who's curious or you know, yeah, maybe somewhat struggling, navigating being polyamorous, and they're brand new to this. Yeah, or even like I don't know, maybe you're in a relationship, and you're like, how do I how do I open up this relationship? How do I tell my partner that I love? that I also want to see other people like that's hard, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I mean that, yeah, is it's, it's risky. Yeah. It feels like a big risk and it's nerve wracking. So yeah. But like there are ways to do it, you know, in, in which like you really are expressing yourself to your partner and, but also helping your partner understand like where you're coming from and, and not, and making sure they know that you still love them and you know? Yeah. So yeah, so that's that's something that I am offering now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I know. I'm excited <laughs> too. So you, yeah, I mean you have as I was saying, you you know, you have a lot a lot of experience and 
Mm-hmm. You've developed a decent amount of wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From everything we've gone through, so. Yeah. You know, I, I clearly I've made a lot of mistakes. I've, uh, you know, yeah. acted on a lot of my feelings before really thinking has, them through. Not everybody has to learn the hard way. <laughs> yes, exactly. I have always been that kind of person who has to learn the hard way. Um, and that's just how it's always been. Yeah. But hey, you know, I've learned the hard way. And so now I'm giving you an easy way or an easier way. Easier. Of, an easier <laughs> yeah. way of learning, you yeah. know, rather than having to make all the mistakes like I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I guess the last thing I want to say is, um, our community is going to be launching soon too, um, August 2nd. And I mean, that's also going to be a place for, you know, people who are poly curious, who, you know, maybe you're not sure if polyamory is right for you, but you want to like meet other people and talk to other people and hear their experiences and get to know them and, and really see if it's right for you. So that's, that's like another another space and like safe container for you to explore. Um, so that's coming soon too. August 2nd. Yeah. Also very exciting. Yeah. It's coming up soon. <laughs> the pack. Join pack. our pack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love that name. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> cool. I think that's it for, for today. Yeah.